This episode is supported by ED Wine Company. If you're located in the GTA, Hamilton, Kitchener, or Guelph, you need to get ED Wine in your life. Sommelier Elizabeth Davies curates four wines for you and delivers them right to your door. Each bottle comes hand-wrapped with tasting notes about what you're sipping. It's an approachable way to explore the world of wine and helps you learn a thing or two along the way. Check them out on Instagram at edwineco or go to edwine.ca to sign up for either a monthly delivery like Shane and I get in every month this Christmas or just a single wine package. Whatever works best for you. When you sign up, make sure to use the promo code thisfamilytree10 to get 10% off. Again, that's edwine.ca and thisfamilytree10. But Alex. Yeah, Shane. It's time for date night to begin. Let's do it. Hello, everyone. I'm Alex and I'm here with my husband, Shane. I'm running low on creativity. And this intro probably sucks. But regardless. Welcome to date night. Nice try, Alex. Well, that intro is very fitting of tonight. Of today. Today, This week so far, I'd say. Like this week has been the most draining of them all. Yeah, this we've got quite a hole to dig out of. Can we have fun tonight? I've been having fun all day. This is the <laughs> only... <laughs> oh, oh, well, sorry. You sucked me into the world of like, we're not having fun, so no, I went along with no, it. No, no, no. For this week. But you know what's going to help us have fun is obviously getting into this bottle of wine. So Shane and I get a subscription of wine from ED Wine Company, and every week on date night, we crack open a new bottle and try to guess the tasting notes. So Shane... Cheers. But this isn't really wine. This is champagne. It's a wine. Well, it's not champagne, babe. It's kava. Champagne has to be from a specific area in France called Champagne, France. Well, it's bubbly. It's sparkling wine. So we changed our subscription. We were just doing four reds every month. And now we're doing two reds, one white, and one sparkling to expand our palates. Just tell me. You know what? I need to learn here. I know nothing about sparkling wines, and I'm embarrassed to admit they all somewhat taste the same to me. So I need to learn what to smell before I can actually guess what to smell. All right. And taste. Because for me, honestly, the sparkles take over everything, not in the sense of flavor, because the flavor is there. It's just I taste sparkles, and I'm like, ooh, this is fun, you know, and it just feels fun. Yeah, it's like like party. Even if it's bad, it's good. (laughs) So this is Julia and Navinas Cava, Brute Nature, number so2 all right so now what i'm going to read are the tasting notes that have been provided to us from the sommelier cava is a sparkling wine from spain it's made using the same winemaking techniques as champagne but they use grapes native to them macabo oh sorry for this pronunciation charalo and pirelia da let me read this pirelia da let me read this what would you say second line <laughs> Perilida. What about the one before that? Ariello. The one with the X. Yeah, I don't. The X, <laughs> the X is silent, obviously. All right. So our example here is 100% Zarlo. I'm going to say Zarl. I don't know. Our example here also has no sulfur added. Why Ooh. is SO2 usually added to wine? It acts as a stabilizer and prevents, oh, it's not, yeah, it's not number SO2, or maybe it is it. It's no SO2. Oh, I see. So the wine is called Julia and Navina's Cava Brut Nature, no SO2. And I guess SO2 is the science formula thing for sulfur. So there's no sulfur. Anyhow, why is SO2 usually added to wine. It acts as a stabilizer and prevents unwanted chemical reactions to start up after the wine is complete. It also protects your wine from oxygen and bacteria until you're ready to drink it. 
While most people have no issues with sulfur, some people don't react well to it. Here's a bottle that you can try if you think SO2 bothers you. It might help you sort out if SO2 is the culprit or if it's something else. If dried apricots disagree with you, that is another indicator that you may have an intolerance. So weird. Okay, okay, but let's get to the taste already, shall we? This wine has some fun stuff going on. Cinnamon, bruised apple, apricots, and roasted hazelnuts. Bone dry with airy bubbles that leave your mouth feeling lifted. This is a perfect aperitif sparkling. But if you wanted to try a classic pairing, paella would be a great choice. Is aperitif before or after? Before. So it's before we eat? Yes. Before you eat, however, we've now had it after we eat. But I want to drink it again and try to taste the cinnamon and bruised apple. Hold on. Here's power of suggestion. Like always, I feel those things now. But Shane, what is your take on our first sparkling? Tastes like most of the sparkling wines I've ever had in my life. So... It's not definitely not a home run, and it didn't go very well with my meal, to be honest. Oh, right. It went terribly with my meal, actually. This was the worst wine you could have chosen. So, and I'll, the reason why is because I had ribs with habanero peppers on them, <laughs> and the sparkling wine was burning my taste buds off. <laughs> and I was in terrible pain this entire meal. Oh, no. So because we don't really look at the wines before we drink them, and we just kind of order blind. Don't lie. You went out of your way to get this wine today yeah but i don't know what the tasting notes are i don't know that it's supposed to be paired with certain things yeah but you knew it was sparkling i knew it was sparkling. you knew it would rip apart my tongue the second <laughs> i eat habaneros i didn't know that you were like you knew I, alex I, I this wasn't nice of you it was gonna be spicy like that oh man i'm gonna get you back somehow i don't know how and i don't know when but soon and probably tonight well, I'm too tired to think about that. So let's get on with your question. You also broke a wine glass tonight, Alex. Ugh. Can we talk about that? Jeez. What do you want to talk about? What's there to talk about with that? I broke a wine glass. I smashed a wine glass accidentally. Oh. Accidentally. Okay. I was cleaning up from dinner and a piece of tin foil hit it, knocked it from the table on the deck, which the girls hang out on and play on and into my carpet and it shattered and I cleaned up most of it, but I'm leaving the rest for tomorrow morning when I can go there yeah, with like fresh eyes. you can eyes. pick it up, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I think I'm just going to wrap up the whole carpet because it's all in the carpet. Throw and it out and get a new one. No, but just shake it off in the garbage or something. Yeah, man. We got we to gotta shake it off tonight and we, we got to be happy at the end of this podcast somehow. I'm happy. I'm just exhausted. Yeah, I'm exhausted and annoyed. And What are you annoyed at? Life. I don't like life right now. <laughs> What, why is it? I want to like life all the time, but tax season, I got work out my butt. Sweetie, babe, taxes are done. You should have, the second we sent them in last night, yeah. I had such a weight lifted off but my didn't shoulders. didn't you hear me say I got work out my butt? Or were you too busy interrupting me in what, as uh, I was saying butt? I heard that, but you need to take the positive things that you can. So it's like you got work out the butt and you're still complaining about taxes, but taxes are sent in. So let that at least give you a little bit of a lift, you know? It does. It does, you know, but I still got work on my butt. <laughs> okay, first question. If you had a one-way time travel ticket, when would you go to? If I had a one-way time travel ticket. It actually is a question I might ask someone on a date. I wouldn't really ask this in day-to-day -day life. Well, honestly, I think it would depend on if I was guaranteed to have money and stuff like that. Because, I mean, you're like, You're the same economic status you are right now. You know what? I'd say same age. I'm, I'm the same age. Yeah. 
All right. I would say 60. No, 65. I'd want to be, no, 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 67, 1967, me being the current age that I am. And, you know, I was going to say sometime in the 20s just because that's so romanticized in my mind. And it's so like um, Midnight in paris and all that stuff, right? Like all my favorite writers and painters and everything. So that would be so cool. But then it's like, nah, man, there's a world war right around the corner. Great Depression. There's lots of nasty You're stuff You're not going to be in the war, though. You're just going to be at home churning butter. Yeah, but whoever I'm married to is going to be in the war. There's a draft. They're gonna probably going to die. A lot of people died. Real nasty war. What, Shane? Would you like some more kava? Yes, please. Kava? Kava. Whoa. Well, these are these little flutes. Yeah. Well, you do drink things quickly. You like, do too. You drink just as fast as I do. I, I still have some in my glass. Well, Anyhow. Not always. 67. No world war around the corner. Canada wasn't Vietnam-y. So I think we're safe there. So yeah, 60s, 70s, just getting the fun stuff. The 60s, the 70s, you get to live it up for a while before everything got super streamlined, you know? What about you? Wait, wait, I'm not letting you go with that. (laughs) I don't think you could define what super streamlined means. And I'm not letting you, what does that mean? Like this world of computers we're living in (laughs) and (laughs) and productivity. I'm not on board with it, you know? Send me, okay, freaking... If I'm rich, send me back to, I don't know, 1800 Paris. Rich though, rich. Okay, not poor. The computer stuff is scary. It is a lot and it demands you to be on the ball all the time. And <laughs> this exhausted. reminds me of, I, I was just watching I Think You Should Leave Again uh, the other day. And Tim Robinson has a skit where he's in a hot dog car and, <laughs> and he smashes through a, a clothing store. <laughs> And he, he's ejected from the vehicle, but he's in his hot dog suit, but he doesn't want to take credit for causing the accident, which clearly he was the one driving the hot dog car. I mean, he's wearing a hot dog suit. So he ends up giving a speech on how the today, like, he's like, we don't even look at porn on our computers anymore, man. We look at them on our phones. The last time I gave someone a smile, it was with an emoji. He just goes on this distracting speech, and that's what you just reminded me of. Oh, but I feel that. I feel that, don't you? Can can I rouse some of that emotion in you? It's just because I'm so a person who can't do anything tangible that my livelihood and everything I know and love depends on the internet age and computers. However, I'm shit at computers, and I hate technical stuff, so... I don't know how to live. Well, okay. If That's we went why I'm back, so depressed right now. Shane, come back in time with me in the 1800s. No, no. I want to go to the 60s. I you was with you. You can be a court jester. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> no, no. But the 60s, I would like Woodstock. And although I can't really handle weed or any dr- <laughs> any drugs of any sort, I like being adjacent to it. And I Yeah, it's a good vibe. I feel like the secondhand smoke I can handle. I agree. I agree. So here's the thing. We go back to, what did we decide on? 67, right? Music's getting real groovy at that point. It's awesome. How about, like, would you, if we were in that time period, get in a van with me and just follow around the dead for, what, two years? I hope you mean Grateful Dead. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Yeah, I thought it was getting supernatural there for a minute. But 
Sure. Yeah. I would love to follow the Grateful Dead. I would love to go to a Grateful Dead concert now. Obviously, we can't John, now. No, babe. Well, you can't. John Mayer leads the dead now. Yeah, but I mean, it's COVID-y time. Oh, yeah. But and sure. I mean, he's no Jerry, but he brings his own thing to the band. How about know? this? The second this is all done, mm-hmm. said and done, this COVID. So I'm talking 2025. <laughs> we buy a ticket to a Grateful Dead concert. Yes. Yes. What do you say? Let's cheers okay. for that, babe. Yes, look, babe. Look. Oh. Ooh. Mm. Hold on. Does that get you a little more excited? Does that bring up your mood a little bit, Ski? Just the way you're acting. Alex just spilled about a full flute <laughs> on the mic stand. That changed your mood, Ski? <laughs> Anything to make my honey smile. If I gave you $1,000 right now, what would you do with it? You have to spend it. You can't invest it. Not that you would. Okay, okay. Um, like, do I have to spend it on something fun or? No. Oh. One, it can be an entertaining answer, though. Feel free. No. Well, there's a couple things here. So, okay. So I get a thousand. You're giving it to me, though. It's coming out of our bank account or like somebody else is giving it to me. Someone's giving it to me to pass along to you. Mm. So it's a free $1,000. A male prostitute actually gave it to Shame. me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we watched Detroiters last night. This is a Tim Robinson themed episode. And uh, there was an episode with a male prostitute. So Great show, by the way. Great show. So anyhow... A thousand. Okay, so I'd buy another dress from Sleeper for sure because they have these purple ones out, these like lilac ones. So I'd get it in the exact same style as one of the ones I already have, but just purple. And if you want your own Sleeper, go to This Family Tree 10. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a code for that. I wish. Anyhow, they make beautiful dresses. But yeah, so I'd get one of those dresses for myself. And then, I don't know, the meal that we had tonight was so good. Oh, you know what I would do? I'd rent the drive-in and we can go see a movie at the drive-in as a family why do you need to rent the whole drive-in drive-ins are covid safe yeah but it's fun that way and it's a thousand dollars for you, free just the sight of other cars makes you sick <laughs> no. once you get a thousand deep with cash get away from me cars <laughs> peasants no i'm just saying if we're like doing something fun what it'd be like 300 bucks but to me the the absence of cars lessens the experience I like all the other cars. Well, because then we could like get out, bring our lawn chairs, kind of camp out there, turn our radio up real loud, make a whole thing of it. So we're not even in the car. We could we're doing be. The no, Shane, we have options. Why don't we just rent a real movie theater? We have options this way. I would use the $1,000 to actually pay other patrons to come to the drive-in <laughs> to keep us company. Okay, okay. Your turn if... I like the idea of renting a movie theater, just not a drive-in with no one there. <laughs> So that would be fun. I would buy the gorilla from our wedding. Mm. So when we got married, we got a giant inflatable gorilla and we put it on your parents' lawn. We got married in your parents' backyard. They have a beautiful home. And it just said, Shane is bananas for Alex. And it was a big gorilla telling the world about my love. Well, in our our wedding. Well, it wasn't really. Like, I don't think someone sees a sign that says Shane's bananas for Alex and says, oh, they're getting married. (laughs) Oh, inflatable gorilla. They're getting married. It was more just saying, oh, Shane's really bananas for Alex. But yeah, but then the the other part is like, and vice versa, you know, but you just, you couldn't fit all that in the sign. Yeah, but people aren't going to assume, I guess people would assume vice versa. Mm-hmm. Point is, I think when you get a thousand bucks for, like, it's not enough money to really go have so much fun and go on this elaborate vacation. You yeah. might as well just buy something so stupid, like an inflatable gorilla. Put it on the lawn, make everybody smile with a funny message that like, 
I just got a thousand bucks and I bought an inflatable gorilla. <laughs> I think that's the best. I I'd, think that's great. Yeah, I'd buy us the all the best stuff from Taco Bell. Oh. Ooh, I like that. I'd buy us sweet flasks. Okay, wait, you know what we would need from Taco Bell? Because we have been trying, ever since we found out this was even a thing. So for those that don't know, Taco Bell came out with their own wine that is supposed to pair well with their tacos. I don't it's all how- backwash, apparently. Get out of here. I don't know how this, how you get it. Like it comes out, it's like a specialty thing. But next time it, it comes, comes out. It comes in the mild packets. Like, <laughs> like it's in those little pack sauce packets. Hey, we love Taco Like when did we have Taco Bell last? Like three days ago? We ordered it at like 10 o'clock at night. Oh, we, Saturday night. Yeah. Because we were trying to stay up late. That was a late. great night, by the way. It was so much fun. Shane and I just walked around the neighborhood and looked at people's houses and like it was dark. Nona was here with the babies and we just, we walked for like two hours. Yeah. We made like our dream, like we're living in our dream home, but we mm-hmm. mark down houses that are like our dream, dream home. Mm-hmm. So if they ever go on sale, we're somehow going to like pretend we can buy it. Like our house is entirely lopsided and that's just adding so much character to it. But then the houses that are like our dream, dream homes are also dated in a sense they're like total 70s houses and like so dated for the 70s but they're so cool for they're that awesome. reason they're like hanging so o- cool they're hanging over the escarpment which if you're not from hamilton it's like we have this big like mountain and the home <laughs> is hanging over the cliff yeah no it's you it's, think people know what the escarpment is if the niagara escarpment is but okay it's like but a if huge they're not- thing like no, no no it's like a world the people in the world know what it is so if I just said the escarpment, people the, know? The Niagara escarpment. Okay. Yeah. So it's like the Niagara escarpment. It is the Niagara escarpment. That's what our Hamilton escarpment is? Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about? I don't know anymore. Uh, you used to post breastfeeding pictures all the time, but now you don't. Why? Mm, Ultimate probably. date night question. Yeah. Probably because I'm too busy. So it's like when I'm breastfeeding with one arm and the other arm would typically be there for like taking a selfie, I guess the other arm now is being used to be like, Lucy, don't touch that. You know what I mean? So it's like I'm breastfeeding in one arm, parenting in the other arm, and I just don't have as much free time. So it's not only am I not posting as many breastfeeding photos, I'm not posting as many photos in general because it is so hard for me to now take photos and document daily life like I did when I had Lucy. Like I was thinking about it. I have so, so far fewer. I have far fewer photos of Betty in her day-to-day life than I had of Lucy. And that's of course, just because with two second kids. second child. Yeah, it's always... Well, it's with two kids, you're so freaking busy and you don't have the time to sit there and just look lovingly at your baby and be taking pictures of her from every single angle. You're a first child, right? Mm-hmm. See, I'm a second child. So for me, here's what my, my sister's photo album is like. Her being born, her being baptized, like every day of her life, basically. Mine is me being born, then I'm 13. Because you weren't even baptized. I wasn't, uh, no, I wasn't baptized. All the stuff that they they had to do with the first, they just skipped it. They're like, nah, that sucks. I've already been there, done that. And literally, like, there's a baby album where it's like, I'm one, <laughs> I'm two, all of a sudden I'm four, then I'm six, <laughs> then I'm eight, and then I'm like prepubescent, and then I'm like 25. <laughs> so when Tiffany dies and goes to heaven, you're going to die and go to purgatory. 
be all alone. Wait, what's that? Well, it's, you, you said you weren't baptized, so it's oh. like, that's the old belief. It's not true. Don't worry. And I think we baptized you. How would you know if that's true or not? We baptized you. It doesn't matter if it's true. Because remember on Lucy's baptism, we baptized you. My cousins and I. Yeah, I don't know if that's official though. Yeah, it is official. Because a Catholic has the official power to baptize a regular person if they are facing death. So if if oh there's the God. possibility of them dying, then a Catholic can baptize an unbaptized person. Mm-hmm. And you... I had a knife to my throat. On Lucy's baptism day, you were looking death straight in the eye. I was. So one of your cousins put a knife to my throat, and I didn't know what was going on, but they were doing it so they could legitimize the baptism. <laughs> I didn't know it was a real knife. So as a joke, I was going to like jut my neck <laughs> into the knife because I thought it was a plastic <laughs> knife. Turns out it was a very sharp real knife. <laughs> it's a kitchen. It was like a butcher knife. But I think we, about that day all the time. We were just doing it for a big show for some grandiose gesture where we come out with water and baptize Shane, but it turned into like this like scary thing. And Shane's already a very scared guy. What, what am I scared of? Needles and bugs. What else? Belly buttons. Okay. Heartbeats. <laughs> Any social interaction. <laughs> You're just a little scaredy cat. That's where Lou gets it from. But uh, okay. yeah, we anyway, Shane, you're baptized now and you're welcome. You have your wife to thank for that. Do you think I'm scared of more things than you? Yes, you are. Yeah. And But here's the thing. It might be a blessing because I am so not scared of lots of things. Like what aren't you scared of? Well, just situations. I'll put myself in a situation that I should probably be scared of. And I won't be because I have... A lot of trust in other people not as much as i get older but i have a lot of trust in other people i have trust in like whether it's a social situation or like somebody running you know a program where we're like trekking on the side of the mountain but nobody's actually trained to do so like i just i just believe people are gonna you know help you and just know what to do but people don't know what to do everybody is bsing it to a degree every single person on this earth is bsing it to a degree (laughs) (laughs) i'm loving this i'm loving this this is the best worst date night ever uh when was the first time you broke the law alex not alcohol related no 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 Honestly, I think it was alcohol related in a <laughs> sense. Um, okay, one of two occasions. I don't know if this first occasion is breaking the law. We used to go to the X every year, which is the Toronto National, is it the Toronto National CNE, Canadian National Exhibition. Yeah, there's no T in there. No. So it, it was in Toronto, but we used to go every single year as family. It was like the most fun thing. And every single year until... It was like obvious, like too obvious. My dad would lie about mine and my brother's age so that we could get the cheaper tickets. So I don't know if that's illegal, but I was complicit. <laughs> your your parents do quite well. Oh, yeah, they're they're fine. So they're trying to save three bucks? Or? Well, maybe they're doing well because of all the money they've saved from the ex. Is that how it works? That's I funny. think so. You know, rich people, get not richer. that my parents are rich, but you know... People that are well off are generally, they make moves like that, hmm. right? Yeah. Anyhow, I remember Jake one year starts crying because he was like nine. And my dad goes, okay, Jake, you're seven. Okay. When the person asks how old you are, you say seven. And we get up there 
and the lady at the ticket booth goes okay and how old is he and my dad goes oh he's seven and then it was like somebody flicked a switch and jake just started bawling just so automatic lady goes oh, i'm not seven i'm nine and oh, wow. he was crying and he was so upset that we were lying but see is that against the law if it is then that's the first time i don't think you could law. get in like legal trouble for that like right. a warning from the the cne because they make these arbitrary mm. numbers right uh but then the the first time i actually broke the law i guess would have been with my dad and my best friend and my grandmother we were in Montchamblant for my dad's a business trip and my friend and i wanted to go with my dad to his business dinners so we we lied about our age montreal the drink or quebec the drinking age is 18 but i think we were 16 at the time and nobody even id'd us but and you drank alcohol no like a bit like we we would drink wine with dinners and stuff like that well i'm a little disappointed in you alex well what about you when was the first time you broke the law sorry i'm not a badass (laughs) (laughs) you can cut that no 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 (laughs) what's with the voice I'm not disappointed because you're not badass enough. I'm disappointed because you drank alcohol underage. Sorry, Shane. Not all of us can be Mr. Perfect Cunningham and wait until they're actually 19 to have a first sip of alcohol. But I must say, I did the first, you know, I started having wine at a, at a young age, I think, with dinner, even if it was just a couple sips. And I do think that it helped. I think it's, uh, <laughs> no, I think that is a smart thing what to do. What did it help? Well, it helps. I think you develop a better relationship with alcohol because then it's not like, you know, the second that you're on the loose in university, you don't mm-hmm. just go crazy See, my mom, drinking and everything. My mom used to try to break out the funnel at dinner. And I'd say, <laughs> I'd say, not till I'm 19. <laughs> and she'd say, it'll help you build a relationship with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's a bit of a character. Now, um... <laughs> Oh, uh, first time I broke the law. Okay, so I used to steal things from Max Milk, like pe- penny candies or yes, pe- penny, penny, ca- penny. Is it petty or penny candies? No, penny candies. So they cost a cent. Yeah, the, the penny candies. And I was so nervous to do so. So I walk in. I was like, it's only a penny. And I was my plan was to steal one penny candy. And I was thinking, no one's going to care. I'm not going to get busted. My heart started beating out of my chest. I got so scared to do it. I, this was me all alone, by the way. No peer pressure, nothing. I was just doing it on my own. So I'd walk to the magazine stand, flip through nervously, walk around. I'm in the store for like an hour. So I made myself like known so much. <laughs> and there's no one else in the store. The The guy working is just looking at me. And then I grabbed the Swedish berry, the, the sugared <laughs> Swedish berry. It's just one. They used to have them like this big. Yeah. Like you could just grab one. And I bolt. I start running. I put my head down. I start running. <laughs> I get to the door. The guy's already at the door <laughs> standing in front of it. And he goes, come with me. And he calls the police <gasps> on me. What? Yeah. How old were you? I was like six. I mean, scared straight. Yeah. And then who comes to the uh, Max Milk where I was at? But my mom's boyfriend at he the time. He was a police officer. So he comes there and uh, I was so scared and he like acted like he was going to put the cuffs on me and put me in the car. He was doing that scared straight thing. Wait, how old are you? Six. 
That's a lot to do to a six-year-old. Yeah. Oh, I was freaked out. And trust me, I was like, abide by the law after that. My God. Is that why you didn't drink until you were 19? No, I think I was just scared of alcoholism because I had some alcoholics in my family. Oh my God. No, that's such a, that I like, I want to hug baby Shane. Like that's like mm-hmm. such a sad situation. And, and you reminded me that I was wrong about the first time I broke the law because there used to be a store where Candy Works was on our street on concession yep. where it was before it moved called Solo Sales and it was a dollar store. And you, okay, did you ever see those little, like before bath bombs were a thing, they were like bath beads and they were like yes, this big. Yes, yes. Those little round things. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so they had like bath beads shaped like whales, and like dolphins and stuff. Uh, those things were fun to pop. Yes, yeah. they were. And I was with my mom in solo sales. And I took a bath bead out of the jar and I was just holding it in my hand. And I was just keeping it, I guess. Like I was really young. And then my mom saw that I had it. So made me tell the owner of the store that I took it without asking. But had you after you had left the store? No, I think it was in the store, but I was like not telling my mom that I had it. So it was like, obviously, you know, so my mom was like, Alex, you're not allowed to take things. And then I guess I had to tell the owner that like I was going to take it and wasn't going to pay for it or, or something like that. And what happened? 20 lashings? <laughs> I think I probably put it back and then my mom probably bought it for me after for being honest, you know. Uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah. OK, so that same boyfriend mm-hmm. who busted me, he yelled at me once. What did he yell at you for? Okay, so I'm, I'm like six or seven years old. He's talking to his mom on the phone. I'm playing with Tiffany, my sister Tiffany downstairs. And he yells, shut up while I'm on the phone. <gasps> like this. I'll never forget it. Shut up while I'm on the phone. What a dink. And I just hated him after that. Do you think, like how many, okay, how many boyfriends do you think were around that you did not get along with? My mom's mistreated boyfriends? You? Yeah. Um, no, I liked most of them, to be honest. There was one named Pat and like my mom had a lot of boyfriends. Mm-hmm. She was like a serial, she was a monogamous, but like a serial monogamous. So she jumped from relationship to relationship and they would just end and mm-hmm. something would happen. And she'd meet these guys at uh, a bar called Boomers, which was across the street from my house. But there was this one guy named Pat, but he had a peeing the bed problem and he, but he was very nice to me and he would play pogs with me. Mm-hmm. But he was better than me at Pogs because I was young. <laughs> and then he ended up stealing all my Pogs. He stole them? Well, he the ones he won, he kept. Weird. Who steals Pogs from a kid? Pat. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, that bothered me. Okay, um, so do you think like your experience with Pat, like a grown man stealing from you as a child and then this other guy who's a cop and like scaring you like that as a six-year-old? A, like a six-year-old is a baby. You know what I mean? Like that's I was a, still wearing diapers. No, but six-year-olds are babies. And do you think that any of that impacted you lifelong? Like, do you think any of that explains why you're scared of needles and belly buttons and spiders? Well, it definitely explains why I shut up while you're on the phone. <laughs> I know I'm scared of that. I don't want to be yelled at. But belly buttons is just because I have an Audi. When, if you have an Audi belly button, you're a target. No, but yours is unique too, I think, among the Audis. What's unique about it? Well, you can tell it's herniated. Oh, fuck. I'm going to barf. <laughs> I'm going to barf, Alex. Don't say that. So what do I do? I've gone to the doctor and I say, what What do I need? A hernia? He goes, yeah, you're nothing. Like, what do I do? 
Well, okay. So my dad had a herniated belly button as well. So what do you do? Well, he got it sewed up, but it was only after a certain point. So like he, he had to continue pushing the stuff inside back I'm in. I'm going to barf. <laughs> so I think if it's bad, Shane, honestly, maybe because it bugs you, they could, you know, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even do anything. Because are you it, disgusted by it? No, I don't care. Then it, why are you saying how weird it is all the time? Because you're freaked out by it. Well, I am now. <laughs> no, I, it was like, I like to think no one notices it. But I you think only notice it because you're so freaked out by it. So, yeah, I would like to get surgery done on it. I would. Well, thing is, I, I, I that would probably be the best thing to do because I imagine hernia only gets worse with time, Okay, right? fine. First thing we're doing when this pandemic is over, we're getting a hernia st- surgery to stitch up my belly button. Then we're going to the best Grateful Dead concert yes. ever. Yes. Cheers to that. Amazing. Babe. Amazing. Do we have any more of this bubbly left? No. But what do you think? The bottle's gone. What do you think of it? Hey, it's it's bubbly wine that I would call champagne if I didn't know better. Do you think that we are so destined to be together that had we not dated when we did and lost touch that we'd still end up together? I don't know if destiny happens like that. You know, I think that if we cross paths again... I think, I, I guess that's, I can't say that's not how destiny happens because that is what destiny does. But I guess maybe I don't believe in destiny like that. I believe that everything works out in the end. However, I think that if we lost touch and never hung out again, then we might be screwed and we might be with other people, right? However, if we lost touch and then we cross paths again for whatever, I do think we would have ended up together because what (laughs) nothing i'm just laughing what what's funny (laughs) just the way you're saying stuff makes me laugh sometimes (laughs) i'm not trying to like interrupt just don't look at me go no so anyhow like i i really do think that had we had any chance to connect we would have ended up together because i think that our personalities are so simpatico and i think that we we're just so good together like i honestly think so and i think that we are the type of person who would well, especially me, had I seen you in a bar again and, you know, if we had this like awesome date once, but then we lost touch and I saw you at a party or whatever, like I'd for sure go up to you and buy you a drink or start talking to you or pull you into a closet and start kissing you or something. And you and I would end up together 100%. But had we lost touch like i don't i don't know how we would have it's a yes or no question alex i'm so confused right now what is it yes or no well yeah if we ever saw each other again and we're single yes then yes yes yes. no caveats just you have to answer yes or no sure yes what do you think yeah (laughs) (laughs) no i do i I believe in destiny so much though you do yeah 100%. Everything I've ever wanted that I put my mind to, even in the slightest way, has happened. But that's you creating your own destiny. Yeah, so I still believe in destiny. Mm -hmm. So if I believe that you're my person, which Mm -hmm. I do, I would believe that had we lost touch after our first date, that we would have connected later on. That's making me feel emotional. But, Mm. you know, Bob should always used to tell me whenever I went to her with a problem, this is my dad's mom who is passed. She was like another parent, but she was also more of a friend. And she was just this, you know, real great person for me. But whenever I'd go to her and I'd be upset about like a guy or school or whatever, she always goes, don't worry, Alex. 
Like seriously, don't worry. It's all figured out. Just live your life. It's all figured out. It's going to be okay. And that would bring me so much peace. And it's like, you know what? Yeah, I won't worry. Things are figured out. Things are planned somehow. I just got to do my best to make sure that things stay on a good plan. And then it's good. Then obviously I meet you and uh, it's the best. Did Bob Shiver tell you to shut up while you're on the phone? No. Good woman. Good <laughs> woman. She, she, hold on. A funny story about Bob Shiver on the phone though. She used to love talking on the phone. So she'd be on the phone with all of her Polish chicks all the time, right? And do you remember when Adidas tracksuits came out and they were all the rage, like the top and yeah, bottom? Yeah, I like, can picture her. Oh, the slush. She wore a pink one probably, right? Was I it pink? I honestly forget what color it was. I think it was a black and white. But she got an Adidas tracksuit, like my dad got one for her or something. And then my best friend and I went to her house one day and she's just, she's in her house in her full on Adidas tracksuit, but then dripping with gold. Okay. So like the three gold thick necklaces, gold bracelets, rings on every finger, big gold earrings, Adidas tracksuit. She's talking on the phones with the, you know, the, what are the phones called that we grew up with? No, not a rotary phone. Just like a regular house phone that was attached to your wall with a Okay, well, why are you doing the circle symbol? No, I wasn't doing a circle symbol. I was doing the the windy cord symbol. Oh, the the windy cord. All right, so she had the windy cord. She had her, like this, she had her feet up on the counter in her kitchen and she was sitting in one of her dining room chairs with little wheels on it. She must have been 75 at this point. And it was just the best sight I had ever seen. And she she was probably sipping a little cup of vodka too. Uh Like just the best scene. I forget where I was going with this, but uh, Adidas tracksuits were amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I want one. Uh, Do you think they still make them? Yeah, of course. We need them. It's classic. Family. The family. Do you think it would be weird if the whole family got the same Adidas Dressed up like Ben Stiller from Royal Tenenbaums? No. Do you think that would be weird? No. People would think we were out for Halloween, though. Well, not if we styled them in different ways. You're right. It perfectly coordinated (laughs) family Adidas tracks, which would not be weird. I'm sorry to have questioned that in any way. Would you be embarrassed if we were out in those and one of your friends saw? No, I don't care. One of your single friends? What do you mean Dan Hamilton, Max... No, I'm not looking to pick them up. I'm not like, ooh. <laughs> like, what do you, why them being single? Do I? Because then they'd be like, oh, there's Shane, the family man. I'm like 50 years old right now, Alex. <laughs> so if you're, you're single, people. you're the loser now. Like, no, I'm, I'm not, fi- I'm f- almost 40. It's not cool to be single right now. Right. If I was like 25, maybe, and if I'm wearing <laughs> matching Adidas tracksuits and, I have children and all my friends are going into like Vegas and partying. I might be like, oh, I feel like I'm missing out on a, maybe a crucial component of my youth. But I, w- I would feel like this is the status quo right now, right? You know? Okay. What were you looking for when you found me? You, babe. Oh. No, when I found you, quite honestly, I wasn't looking for anything. So when you and I had our first night out, when we had our first date, I had gotten out of a what like a two and a half a three-year relationship i don't know how long and you had gotten out of one similar length i think right yeah same guy that's the weird part (laughs) And, and i was honestly either looking for somebody to marry or just absolutely nothing serious when honestly when i was first going to meet up with you i was like oh this guy seems fun like we're gonna have a great time and he's super hot and i was just thinking this is me you're talking about 
Yeah, you dink. All right, I like this Obviously. story. I like this story. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry, I was like confused for a so, split second. I was just, I was super excited and I was like, okay, obviously, you know, I'm, I had just Did you booked... think I was out of your league? Now I'm getting cocky here. No, okay. I thought you were perfectly in my league. I thought we were perfect in that regard for each other. Oh. And You must think pretty high of yourself, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> You're very conceited. But it's funny because I had just booked a trip to Portugal for like two weeks from then. So I came back from Mexico where I was working for like a month and a half and the day after I came back, I was like, geez, like, I don't want to be in my city. I don't want to see my ex-boyfriend. I don't want to see his friends. I don't want to see anybody in the crowd that I always see because I don't want to date any of them. I just, I want to be gone. So was there an intense attraction to any of your ex-boyfriend's friends? Oh, no, 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 not, not because of that. Just because like, I just didn't want to bother with anybody like that. You know what I mean? So the second I got home from Mexico, I, my cousins were going to Portugal in two weeks. So I was like, oh man, you know what? I can use all the money that I made working in Mexico. Book a trip to Portugal. I'm going to go with you guys. Booked it. Day after I booked it, Shane messages me and asks if I want to go that night. Go out. I'm thinking, I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be so much fun. What did I say? Strike while the iron is... Strike while the iron is warm. Lukewarm. Lukewarm, Lukewarm, I said. And uh, no, and you're, you, you know, you and I had met before. You directed me in a music video and there was that. But never really spoke. No, no. Besides that and we both had other people that we were dating at that time. So it wasn't even like that. And the second I got there, it was just, yeah, I was so attracted to you and so in you. I had so much fun with you. And then I woke up after our date and I was like, oh, damn, like I got to go to Portugal in two weeks for three weeks or whatever it was. And I just remember when I was away in Portugal, like skyping you every day not skyping snapchatting you every single day and yeah. stuff like that and like and that was a fun weird thing too that reminds me of just being a kid like i felt snapchat, so young yeah. snapchat, snapchat is a weird young uniquely person thing. short-lived thing does For pe- us, do people still use snapchat people are still i think obsessed with snapchat i think the younger generation is still crazy over snapchat what is the thing about it what is the thing about it i don't know but they think, disappear. It's disappearing conversations. Oh, but that's you think the people could still it. screen grab or something? They can. But th- that's what it is. It's disappearing conversations. People are having conversations they shouldn't. They're sending images that they shouldn't. Stuff like that. Snapchat yeah. is a it's a nasty little bugger of an app. But yeah. And I, I'm so happy with the way things worked out. And obviously after our first date, we both decided. With the way things worked out? You mean married with two children? <laughs> Seems like a bit of an understatement. <laughs> But and after, you know, I'm pretty happy with the way things worked yeah, out. Yeah, but after our first date, we both decided we were going to be monogamous and we were exclusive. And We did? Um, no, but we, we decided to be exclusive and that we were going to be together after that first date. Like we knew, we knew, you know, so. When you know, you know, you know? Yeah. What was the question you asked me? Because uh, I want to ask it back to you. What were you looking for when you found me? What were you looking for when you found me? My wife. <laughs> that was Borat from the Sasha uh, Baron Cohen film. Yeah, I was looking for my wife. You got to laugh the first time. So I, I thought I pushed my luck. But uh, yeah, I, I wanted my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's stupid, but that's what I wanted. Because I was on Tinder for a long time. I was. It was like a video game almost at that point. But the end goal of the game was to have a wife like that's that's what i wanted and i figured the more dates i went on it increased my odds and if i went on a hundred dates all i needed to connect with was one woman and that would be one percent and that's that's all i needed so my goal was 
let's see if I can get a someone I could marry in a hundred dates. So how and many? I think dates? I was like I was probably on like my forty eighth date when I with you. Yeah, I was gonna. Ask. So the thing is, I think a lot of people might find that weird. I don't find that weird. I don't find that offensive. I don't find that anything. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Anyhow, babe, I think. I think it's all gravy and I'm just I'm so happy that you were doing that serial dating thing. Well, if I didn't do it, I well, wouldn't be I, with you. You know, yeah. I know. You and I wouldn't have met so many little things that had to and you know, you think of that. It's like even from the people we were dating when we first met each other on that music video, it's like things had to work out specifically with those people and to even, lead us to our next people, to lead us to each other. And your it's like, cousin had to be single. Yes. For me because I connected with Alex's cousin on Tinder and she set me up after she rejected me on tinder she set me up with you mm-hmm. not rejected me but she said i have someone better for you than me which is my cousin and because you had never been on tinder yeah. before thank goodness no oh, i would have had a blast oh i know that's why i'm saying thank goodness <laughs> we we wouldn't be together if you were on tinder <laughs> a lot of buff guys on that app <laughs> so do you believe in destiny or not now this is coming in your uh destiny belief system yeah, I believe in destiny. Oh, I guess the destiny is that I was never on Tinder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What would happen if my looks drastically changed overnight? Oh, geez, nothing. Like, they could get... They could go any way, and... Is the implication there that my looks could improve? No. I can no, take a hint. No. Can they improve? No. I don't think so. So... Your looks could go anyway, and (laughs) (laughs) wait. Just say they can only go down. Then don't say anyway, because that implies they could go up, which is impossible. We've established that, (laughs) right? We've established they can't go up. It doesn't matter because I just i i always have seen you the same, and I always look at you the same. I think the only the only thing that has ever changed, and the only way your looks have ever changed in a way that I've noticed, is your hair getting longer. Because I love long hair. And that has just become like a total, like my fantasy is coming to fruition. You know what I mean? Were you a Fabio fan when you were younger? <laughs> you were, weren't you? No. You liked Fabio. I do like Fabio. Sure, Fabio's great. Really? What's wrong? Well, he's, to me, it, I always thought it was a joke that women liked Fabio. Like, no, oh, he's hot. He's Fabio's hot? I guess I'm just thinking of him covered in goose blood when they, uh, when what? he. What? Who's, you've never seen Fabio got hit by a goose. He was riding a roll. <laughs> okay. I thought this was like known by everyone, but Fabio was on a roller coaster and the roller coaster was going quite fast and it hit a goose and oh. it like, it broke his nose. You don't know <laughs> That's this. That's a real thing. Yeah. Let me show you a photo. Him okay. after getting hit by the bird. Oh my God. That is a wild thing to have happened. It's nuts, eh? Fabio gets hit by a goose. There's video of it. Oh my god. Let's watch this video. Okay. Watching a video of Fabio getting hit by a goose. <laughs> the fact that it's a goose and not a bird makes it funnier. Ew. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> that is so gross. Oh my god. He's like covered in blood. He was the only one to get hit too. He he's sitting in the middle, and there's women on either side of him. Today, 
Anyhow, wow. I do think Fabio is good looking. Okay, do you think that this hair is nice or too long for a man? This is a great conversation for a podcast. Which one? Uh... Well, it's just this. It's all the same dude. Why do you like him? I like his hair. Let me see him. <laughs> Alex just showed me the most ridiculous photo in the world. That's that's like more than too long. That man has very odd look to him. But okay, let's just end this podcast. Okay, this is. Thanks everyone for listening to Day Night. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I hope you give us five stars. And, and I hope Shane continues to grow his hair. And I will until uh, pandemic's over. We'll start thinking about a haircut. But thank you so much, and uh, hopefully you have a great date night of your own someday. <laughs>